You're listening to Photo Tea with Anissa D, where we share all things related to photography. I want to share an app with you that I wish I had when I first started out. The Unscripted app for photographers has everything you need to empower your photography business all in one spot. From posing and prompting inspo to client management, invoices, questionnaires, galleries, and everything in between, the Unscripted app has everything you need to flourish as a photographer while your clients and take photos that you love. With a seven-day free trial, listeners of the Photo Tea podcast can get $20 off a yearly subscription with the discount code T20. That means you can run your entire business for less than $3 a week. So search Unscripted in your app store and download it today with the code T20 and start turning your passion into a dream business. Welcome to episode 21 of Photo Tea with Anissa D. Today, we're going to be talking about shifting our photography expectations. And for this episode, I brought on the wonderful Samantha Clevin to join us. So Samantha, could you please tell us who you are and where you're from? Hi, everybody. I'm Samantha Clevin, and I'm so happy that I could come onto this podcast. I love to talk all things photography. So this is so much fun for me. I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota, but honestly, I'm never really home when it comes to photography. So I say that's my home base, but honestly, the airplane is probably where I'm at more of the time. Oh my gosh. How did you get into photography and get into traveling for photography? So I started photography way back when in high school. I just loved taking pictures with my old like point and shoot camera from Walmart. And I was also in like a 4-H club where we went and like participated in like a county fair and like showed off our photos and stuff. And I just fell in love with the fact of like competing in it and just like showing off my work and getting creative because I've always been a creative person when it came to like drawing or whatever. So photography really became like my outlook. And then I really got into an internship situation where I was interning under a photographer who focused mostly on model photography. So I started off really on a different spectrum other than weddings. So I focus on, you know, weddings and elopements destination wise now. But when I first started, it was a lot of model work and Mm -hmm. a little bit of going out of my comfort zone, especially because I was only 15, 16 at the time, barely had my driver's license and was in high school. So I was just kind of spreading out my wings. I was a really, really shy girl. I literally would eat lunch by myself all the time in school. And I it really like expanded my, you know, personality after getting into photography and stuff. And every year since then, I've pushed myself to learn from other photographers and go on Instagram and get inspired or go on Pinterest and just shoot a ton. I bet you have been in the same spot where you just constantly, constantly are shooting And Mm -hmm. I've even seen you just like grow so much too in the same spectrum. So that's how I really got into it was just I fell in love with shooting couples and I'm in my own relationship. And so seeing that kind of flourish, I want to be able to kind of capture that for others because it is such a raw and real thing that I want to look back on and I even get emotional Mm -hmm. talking about it. So it's, it's just, you know, I think I truly cherish now and when I first started it was such a fun thing to meet so many couples and now it's such a deeper meaningful thing that I have gone into you know photography through that yeah I can really feel your passion I think it definitely like when you get to experience kind of the love and like for me 
when I had a baby, it definitely like opened up yeah. my like, heart to family sessions too. So I can totally relate to like just feeling it yourself and then wanting to document those moments for other people so that they can mm -hmm. cherish those moments forever. And yeah, I really appreciate you kind of sharing how you got into it. So how long have you been having your business for officially? So officially my business was, I started my business, like I said, in high school, but officially licensed and everything right before COVID which is crazy. Yeah. So I literally got licensed with the state and everything, my LLC and whatever. And then COVID hit. And so then I was mm -hmm. like, Oh crap, like, what am I going to do now? And so that's when I started it. And that next summer I traveled a ton and that was when elopements like travel elopements were booming. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I was like, so into like, I went to the Tetons on a roadie and Utah and I just shot a bunch and then I blew up, which was so yeah. crazy. Like so crazy. Cause I was so young. I was only mm -hmm. 18 at the time. And that's really kind of like when it really started was that point, honestly. Oh my gosh. I feel like I've talked to so many people and 2020, even though it was such a hard year, it was right. such a pivotal year in so many photographers' careers, including mine. Like I also started my business in 2020. Like I decided I was going to kind of pursue photography more legitimately, literally mm -hmm. like in January. And then March came along and then I was like, oh, wow. Okay. But ended up being what able a convenience. To yeah. Right. Right. But then I do think like those smaller weddings and like intimate elopements really helped because it was like an ease into the industry. So right. yeah. What, so do you specialize mostly in weddings right now or what kind of photography do you do now? Yeah. So I honestly have been trying to specialize in, I wouldn't say like intimate weddings or big weddings or that kind of thing. It's more of the people. And that's mm -hmm. a new outlook I've been really focusing on. Cause a lot of people are like, let's do, you know, destination weddings, let's do intimate weddings, let's do adventure elopements. That's the niches. And mm -hmm. I don't care what kind of wedding you want to do. It's more of the people and their passion and their love for each other. I can just tell right off the bat and that's who I'm trying to attract. And that's mm -hmm. what I love the most. I do couples and weddings, any of that who, you know, just truly love each other. And I can see that. I don't like turn people away. I can't tell that right away, but they come to me. Mm -hmm. But I did try. I tried newborns. I tried everything when I first started. Newborns, families all of that. And there are some like newborns and families like you, I can't relate to that because I haven't had a kid. I'm so young. So I'm only 21. So mm -hmm. I just, those, I just don't focus on it because I'm not, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, it's not the right spark for me. I, you probably understand that too, because I don't know if you did that before you had a baby even. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I did do, I did try everything, but like mm -hmm. my love for family sessions and my love for maternity right. sessions really grew when I got pregnant and then had my baby. Cause I can yeah. just kind of relate to it more. So I didn't realize that you were so young. That's wild. Yeah. You're <laughs> just like killing it. Oh, I mean, Thank you. that's incredible. <laughs> And I really liked hearing your perspective about it being about the people because a lot of mm -hmm. times I think that people focus more on like the size of the the booking or the style of the booking. Right. And that's really why I wanted to talk to you today kind of about those like photography expectations, trends mm -hmm. that we see on social media and all of that. So before we dive into photography expectations versus reality, can you share like what are some of these expectations that you've personally seen or have encountered? Like, what do they look like? Yeah. So like I, especially because I've been doing this almost six years now, five or six years, which is crazy to me. Mm -hmm. When I first started, 
I really just did what everyone else was doing. I followed the trends. I felt, I think 2018 was when everyone was doing brown and moody everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I, I was there, you guys. I, <laughs> I did the brown and moody. And then I realized, oh, photography, editing, and all of that really is a part of who you are as a photographer. And so, you know, that was my first step. I shifted how I wanted to edit it. I wanted to showcase me. And so I started working really, really hard on trying to edit in a way that showcased joy and happiness and having a natural and timeless feel even before it was a popular thing even this year. And Mm -hmm. so I focused on creating my own editing that really was a way of remembering the day versus, oh, this is what's trendy. And so it's crazy to me because now that's kind of the thing, but that's that was the first thing I shifted. And then another thing was even just how I approached my clients and how I posed them and, you know, all these things. And you, especially just doing very like documentary style and cinematic style photography can probably fully understand that. Cause we all started with, you know, following Pinterest poses and like, Oh, let's do the airplane and let's do, can you guys stand next to each other and (laughs) smile? You know, like the, the, the Walmart pose and like, all of that. And obviously, you know, grandma, grandpa love that. So like you do that just yes. to please them, but that, that doesn't show their relationship that shows their faces and mm-hmm. how you want to see yourself, but not the emotion. And so all of those things combined really, really kind of shifted how I focused on my business as a whole. Mm-hmm. And that's also a huge reason why I pose and I wouldn't even say pose prompt and edit everything combined into who mm-hmm. I am. And it's crazy too, because this morning I actually got like a really, really sweet message from a client that I, you know, just sent their engagements or whatever over. And I was like, she sent me like paragraphs in a text and was like, you really, really can showcase a natural and timeless feel. And I just like, I say those things, but to hear that from the clients is like beyond incredible. Right. And so like, if you can shift that, and show that in every way of your business, mm-hmm. that's the winner. <laughs> yeah. That's when you realize you're doing something right in your business, honestly, in my opinion. And you probably have gotten that too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. One of my most recent compliments was actually from my Russian grandma, who I sent her some of my photos and she's very traditional. And I was like, I don't know how she's going to feel about like my kind of documentary style photography. And she compared it to Parisian love. And I was like, that was the biggest compliment coming from her. So it's funny that you said, but it definitely means a lot, you know, when people can really like feel your work. Yeah. Versus just see it. Yeah. Right. But I did kind of want to ask, cause I feel like there's a fine, there's like a, there's like a gray area between like, you want to not like follow these like expectations and like trends to a T, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like trends are there for a reason. It's what's popular. Right. It can help get bookings. So like, what is your position? Are there f- trends that you have followed that you currently follow? Or where do you stand with that, that gray area of wanting to please your clients, but then also set your own expectations, yeah. if that makes sense? Yeah. So I see a trend and I'm like, well, I've, I've followed so many different, even for example, just like YouTubers and things this entire time is how I learned. And, you know, I see a trend and I kind of shift it into my own thing and maybe make it my own. You know, there are some trends like for on TikTok where you follow a a silly sound or whatever, but, you know, I make it into however I want to approach my ideal client. 
my editing never changes, but the way I showcase it might. So for example, you know, a few years ago, everyone, all they did was just post one picture on their carousels or whatever, even maybe just one picture on their Instagram. And recently with all the, the, you know, documentary and cinematic vibes, everyone's loving. If even how you just post a photo and showcase your work truly can change how people really portray you and your business. Right. Mm -hmm, And so I feel like even just that little subtle change helps immensely in how you can follow a trend and like an honesty and even like you can add film photos, you can add super eight. That's all huge. And I've been doing that, but it also follows my business as a whole. I already Mm -hmm. am timeless. I'm already natural. I'm already, you know, all these things. And so it wasn't that big of a change or huge thing for me, but if I were to have changed completely how I edited, it'd be like, whoa, what's happening? So I try and take subtle baby steps Mm -hmm. in things that would really please my clients, but they already are coming to me and love what I do. Yeah, definitely. So like kind of you see some of the trends maybe right now that really seamlessly fit into your business and yes, it it matches who you are. You wouldn't just do something because it's trending and not feel passionate towards it. Sounds yeah, like. I really, yep. Yeah. And I think like too, like film photography, I think a lot of it's becoming popular because people really do love like the feeling of nostalgia. And so, so it makes sense why it's picking up. And I think that you, you can definitely implement film if that's what you're passionate about, but if you're just doing it to keep up with the trend, then your heart's not really going to be in it and it is going to show. So I totally feel that. I know you kind of mentioned a few trends that you practiced before. Is there, are there any other like trends or expectations that you like no longer? longer do now that you've been in it for six years? Yeah. I mean, like the first one I can use, like I said, was the whole editing thing was Mm. one huge one that I don't do anymore. I feel like it's so hard to think about the last six years because it just goes by so fast. Yeah. But I guess the other one that was maybe a major one, I don't know how many people, you know, started this, but like 2020, like I said, the adventure elopement thing, I feel like just over overcasted mm. over so many people or the boho like the boho era the boho and so yeah yeah <laughs> and not to say boho is a bad thing because there are so many people that love it but it was everybody it was every elopement everything was boho and in my opinion when I have talked to so many of my clients they pour so much money and time into doing all these for their wedding you know to make it beautiful but so many of them I talked to after and they're like, this wasn't us. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it wasn't my trend that I followed, but I noticed in so many other couples that they weren't focusing on their relationship. They were focusing on what was beautiful at the time. Yeah. And so even now when I talk to my couples about their engagement photos or their own wedding, I tell them, don't, don't try to have an Instagram worthy wedding. I don't, it doesn't matter to me what it looks like. I've had some clients and they're like, we just hope, you know, this is beautiful for you. And I, I don't care. Like, I just love being able to capture what means the most to them and what showcases their relationship to show that emotion. And mm-hmm. I don't want to start, I might start crying. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, well, it just is like a huge thing. Cause you probably, yeah. like, it's just every photographer goes through it. And 
I don't want any couple to feel like they need to, their wedding isn't beautiful because of social media. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely want to talk to you about that. And just to relate to that, I got married in 2019 and I was young. I was 22 and I definitely followed the trends. I wasn't a photographer at the time and I really liked what I saw on social media. I loved the boho. I loved the brown moody kind of colors and it's not me at all. (laughs) And it's just funny because I don't regret anything. I mean, I would have done things differently had like probably the trend's been different. And if I was older and kind of more confident in who I am and my style, but it is really true. And I'm really glad that you kind of shared that. It's not just about us as photographers or vendors. It's, you know, wanting to make sure that our couples and our clients get what's true to them, not just what's trending in the wedding space. So I did kind of want to ask, like, in what ways do you see social media play a role in photography expectations? Oh my gosh, girl. It's even from the beginning, just when, you know, magazines and all these things. I studied this kind of stuff in college and it's one of the few things I actually remember, but it's just like the expectations and the, just the status that people try to live up to, even when it came to like models and just Mm -hmm. the perfect relationship and those kind of things have destroyed what really is you know, what we look at in the movies and those, you know, the old vintage love is what was real without any social media. There's no, there's no Snapchat to create issues. There's not any of these things where it's like Instagram reality versus real reality. (laughs) And so that's why I talk to my couples. I'm like, don't, don't try and portray somebody you're not. And then you see those photos, you look back and you're just posing the entire time versus Mm -hmm. if you're doing something you two really love and you're showcasing who you are as a, you know, couple, those are going to mean so much more to you when you can finally show your kids, when you show Mm -hmm. your grandkids, that kind of thing versus, oh, this is, you know, us when we were taking our engagement photos and our photographer told us to do this versus we were having so much fun. This is the first time we went to the mountains and this is, this is how we felt in that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's such a change and social media, you know, bless its heart. It, it helps all of us, all small businesses, any businesses grow. But I wish, I wish I could just not be there sometimes because it is mm-hmm. such a struggle at the same time. Yeah, I totally see what you're saying and completely agree. Like, I feel like with the big extravagant gestures and like, yeah, I think a lot of people have social media in mind when they plan a shoot or a wedding. I mean, and I was the right. same way, like totally not trying to be hypocritical at all, but it it's like you see something online and you're like, oh, I want that. And it becomes less like, authentic because it's not truly who you are. And that's kind of why I've really shifted my photography recently to just have it be more organic and candid and kind of how you said as well, because I think social media does play a really big role and and it's just crazy. I mean, you just see all these like, and they're beautiful pictures, not to say that they aren't, but I think you can really tell when it's for the for Instagram or when it's like actually for like your soul. You know what I mean? Yeah, fully. I totally under like totally agree on that. Yeah. How do you navigate those conversations with your clients and then work to set more realistic expectations? Yeah. So, you know, just because of all the time I've been into this, even like seeing such a beautiful wedding, it could be fake. You know, it could be a styled shoot that a photographer put together that looks completely real. 
but it is so unrealistic to see certain things like super extravagant luxury florals, for example. They're so, so expensive and not mm-hmm. everybody's going to be able to do that, but it is such a, you know, beautiful thing so many couples want to do. And I talked to them. I literally, you know, after our initial consult call and they're like, yep, this is how we want to approach our photography and we love you. I kind of give them the rundown where I'm like, you know, I've been doing this for so long. I have talked to so many couples. I have, you know, stepped into your guys' shoes. Not literally, I'm not married, but I've helped so many couples that I really want you two to sit down and just think about the things that mean the most to you and focus on that on your wedding. If it's your guys' relationship, do something to focus on that. If it's the people that are coming, focus on that. You know, it's, it's don't do something to make it beautiful. It'll be beautiful in its own way. Mm-hmm. If you put that thought and effort into it versus spending buttloads of money to make it look like it should be in a magazine. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You brought up a good point with styled shoots and creative shoots because I have been talking about that pretty passionately recently and I'm a huge fan of them, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on styled shoots because they can be very, they can look very extravagant and be very unrealistic. So what is your perspective on like these creative shoots? Yeah. So I like, I love creative shoots. That's how I started. That was, you know, the huge thing where it's like, if you don't have pictures you need to that's what you need to do you need to practice you need to do those things but at the same time there are ways to approach it to make it a real situation so Mm -hmm. for example a lot a lot a lot of couple shoots you can make actual couple shoots and you're just having a fun time and you're practicing your prompting you're practicing how you shoot you're practicing your editing afterwards to showcase that relationship and what they really really want to remember I feel like it's a fine line between like if you want to do an extravagant wedding and go all out and the hosts are really spending a ton of money and you're spending a bunch of money to go to it and you're like, these are such beautiful images. But at the same time, it's like if a couple comes to you and is like, we want you to be our wedding photographer, do you have that experience at an actual wedding like photographing real emotions on that day? Or... Are you just full of beautiful fake weddings that are fake emotion that you brought when with 20 other photographers in the room? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 definitely. Transparency is really yes. important. Yes. And being honest. And I think like something for me that I've done is I typically when I blog a like a creative shoot or a style shoot, I'll usually specify that, hey, this is like a styled shoot that I did with these vendors at this venue, just to set those expectations so that nobody comes on on my page and sees it and thinks, oh, you know, I can, you right. know, not, you know, not that smart. I do anything crazy extravagant, but I think it's just always good to be transparent. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're starting out and you don't have wedding experience, which makes like it makes sense you're just starting out and yeah and doing style shoots is your way to build your portfolio maybe get some second Mm -hmm. shooting positions but just being honest with your clients and not hiding anything and not being dishonest and just being transparent so I totally get what you're saying with that and I wanted to ask because I you know we're kind of talking about being like having sessions be authentic to the couple what are some things that you do to set your sessions apart from each other and make them kind of more personal to the couple. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And this is something that I have loved. I've been doing this for about a year and a half now. And instead of, you know, going blind into all of these engagement shoots or weddings, 
I love getting to know the couples. It's my favorite thing. I love making friends and I love talking. And so I make sure to either get together with the couples if they're in my home state or plan a lot of calls where we can just sit and talk and I can ask things about them. And then at the engagement shoots or at the weddings, I use questions and prompts that we've talked about already to show their real emotion or their reactions to things. And so, for example, in an engagement shoot, I love to just ask, I'll ask simple things beforehand, but at the engagement shoot, I'll ask like, what are three things you guys love about each other? And they'll just talk to each other while I'm like documenting Mm -hmm. if they're walking or if they're sitting or, you know, the fiance starts rubbing his fiance's arm, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's just like those little things they'll just start naturally doing. And I have loved doing that because they actually start to really laugh instead of me saying, okay, can you fake laugh now? Because Mm -hmm. that's awkward. And I can't do awkward. Awkwardness is like a pet peeve of mine. And so even just asking those things or like, let's go on a walk. And can you guys just walk in front of me? And can you talk to me about your dog? Like stuff like that. And even if they aren't smiling per se, they start to laugh. They look back. They are just like looking at each other and like really taking in the the night or the morning or like whatever. And so that's a huge shift I've done that really can show authenticity and realism that comes off as, you know, documentary or cinematic photography. Totally. I think building that connection is really important so that you can understand them better. And I've actually been talking about this a lot more recently is like the preparation process for a shoot and especially for a wedding is so crucial for us to be able to genuinely document their like true feelings and true emotion and for that to actually show. Because if you go into a session or a wedding, which don't do that, but go into something like that blind, it's going to be a lot harder for you to connect with your couple and to really bring out that vulnerable side to them because you they don't know th- you. They don't know yeah. you and you don't know them. And so you don't know what's important to them. So I always get every single person that inquires with me, I try to get them on the phone and just hear more about 100%. them. Hear about- more about their relationship, how they met, how they got engaged, like how long they've mm-hmm. been together. And it really helps build that connection. So one of my favorite questions recently has been like, what is your favorite date that you've ever done together? And usually yes, we can like- I do that too. Yeah. Yes. And you can like pull pieces from that or maybe like think of, you know, maybe the location is where they want to do their engagement session and that helps there. Or, or maybe you just remember it and you bring it up during their session and they, they mm-hmm. it shows that you care and that you've thought about them. So that's a really great way to, help set your sessions apart and and make it really special for the couple. I also just wanted to ask if there's any other things that you do that helps add value to your client experience. Yeah, for sure. I like I said, I even in the initial proposal call, I tell them flat out I'm like I am a very personable person and if you're looking for a photographer who wants to essentially become your friend, like that I put off full transparency right away. And within that time between the wedding and the proposal call, I, like I said, do a lot of time trying to communicate with them. I love sending them a game that gets, they get to know each other more. It's like a card game and I send it to them. And then afterwards they, they send me some of their pictures or like their favorite parts of it, just so that I could be like, Oh, it's there's like questions in there. Like, what is your partner's 
love language and what's their favorite thing that you do from that love language, for example. And so just even those little things, me knowing their love language is huge. And I didn't ask that forever. And I have the, the worst story where I was at an engagement shoot and their love language was not physical touch. I think it was like fifth on the scale of all of them. And I asked them to hug or something and they just felt so awkward and I felt so bad because I didn't know. And so mm-hmm. even just that little thing, that little detail of their love language or just the things they love to do together has helped me really get to know them and feel natural and not stiff. And mm-hmm. I have a lot of couples for sure. And I bet you do too, where they're like, we've never been in front of the camera. We're awkward. And, you know, within five minutes, they're just chit-chatting away and having a blast. So. Yeah. Just even little things like that really can change your experience with your couples and just showing them you care. Like even in your messages, like if you saw on their Instagram that they got a new house, like just say, oh, and congrats on your new house. That was, you know, so huge. And I'm so proud of you guys. Those little like Mm -hmm. reassuring affirmations are huge to them too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could not agree more with all of that. I wanted to ask, I know we were kind of talking about shifting like kind of more away from photography expectations, but are there any photography or wedding trends that you are currently loving? Maybe it's something that you've already kind of implemented in your business that you're seeing pop up. I would love to hear about like what trends you're loving right now. Yeah, like I was saying too, because my my style and business has already been very natural. I kind of feel like I might have been ahead of the game on that, like I was saying earlier. But the whole idea of film and Super 8 films or home videos really is nostalgic to me because my mom had so many of those. And even from her wedding, she had a VHS tape from it. And my parents are no longer together, which it was a long time ago that, you know, they separated. But just seeing the one clip of them together really, you know, brings back a huge momentous part of my life when I was little. Mm -hmm. And so just even thinking of that and having these little things that are coming back, like films, great home videos, I absolutely love just because it is a huge part of something that was in my life. And so I feel like that is a huge trend that you know, I don't think it's a bad one (laughs) and that it's okay that it's coming back and so many people are loving because it already was a thing so many years ago. And it's another way of being creative. I just have loved learning film. I've loved learning video. I've loved, you know, doing all these different things to create a deeper experience with my couples too. Yeah, definitely. And it, like you said, it flows, you've already been doing it. And like, it just flows well, even if you weren't doing it. Like for me, I I picked up film about a little over a year ago. And I feel like even though it was kind of trending, it does flow really well in my business with the whole like Mm -hmm. timeless motion blur, just really authentic kind of feely photo. So I think if, if you're in it for, if you're in the, like into the trend for the right reason, then I think it's totally okay to implement. I mean, do whatever you please. I'm never going to judge. It's your business, It's your business. But do what's like makes sense for you and what makes you happy, not what you see other people doing kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Yep. I agree. Cliche, but true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What advice would you give to photographers who are just starting off based on everything we talked about today? Yeah, I'd feel like if I could give like one piece of advice, it would really be to showcase yourself because it is a very saturated market to be a wedding photographer. And I feel like every year there's more and more. 
But still, if you are yourself, you sit down, you write down your ideal client, almost like an avatar, like in, in the Wii, the old like Wii consoles, mm-hmm. I feel like that's not that long ago, but still, like if you just like write out, you know, the things that they love, the things they cherish, the things they value, you put that into your business and you do the things that mean the most to you and think about your why, that is going to set you apart from so many other people in the industry as well as just showing your passion and really your dedication to your clients, no matter how busy you might be or how little clients you might have. Even if you have one, that's one person that's trusting you with their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful advice. I appreciate you sharing that. And yeah, I really appreciate you talking about this with me. I feel like we talked through so much and it was just really great to hear your perspective on everything. Thank you. Yes. I wanted to ask, is there anything exciting that you're working on working on right now or any fun projects? Honestly, I think the biggest project that I'm working on is really working to approach, like I said, those clients who are truly wanting their whole relationship documented, no matter where it is. And so I'm working to continue traveling, you know, all across the globe for weddings. That's my huge goal. And so I'm really lucky to say too that I, you know, this year and next year are huge for me. But, you know, six years ago, little Sam would have been like, this is a dream. And so I think that's just the huge thing that's kind of coming up in my life next. And I, you know, wouldn't be here without my amazing clients. So... Uh Oh, I love that so much. Well, I'm so excited for you and what the future holds for you. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today's episode. Can you let everyone know where they can find you and follow you and see your your amazing work? Yeah. So you guys can find me at samanthaclevinphotography.com or on Instagram and TikTok. I'm Samantha K Photos. And, you know, I post on there whenever too. So I appreciate you having me on here, though. That was so much fun. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. And for those who listen to the end, thank you all so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Photo Tea with Anissa D. If you liked today's episode, please let me know by leaving a review and make sure to follow for more episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at Anissa D Photography. See you back here next time for a new episode. Bye.